0: thank you jesus yes lord only you can steal my soul first again this morning lord i say thank you thank you for giving us a brand new day thank you for the privilege of coming into your presence again Scripture says this is the day that you have made and you will cause us to rejoice and be glad in today. Thank you for the benefits you have blessed us with today. We give you all the praise, precious Lord. We give you all the praise. We worship you because you are God Almighty. We worship you again this morning because you are all sufficient. We worship you again this morning because you are the eternal one. You are the faithful one. We give you all the glory because you are Yahweh. Be exalted, O God, forevermore. In the precious name of Jesus. Lord, as we read our Bibles again this morning, we ask for wisdom and Counseling your word, guide our understanding, and let your name be glorified in our lives again this morning. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. All right, let me say a big welcome to everyone joining in to devotion this morning. I am Murphy. Ayenike. <speaking> We continue our study, reading, and commentary of the New Testament. We are in the Book of Acts. But first of all, let me say a big thank you to everyone joining in again this morning. God bless you. I hope you're doing well. To everyone joining us for the first time, God bless you. God bless you. Bless your test for His Word. I pray that that test will be satisfied in Jesus' name. All right, yesterday we stopped on Acts of the Apostles, chapter 22. We saw the soldiers literally having to carry Paul on their their hands just to, to take him out of the mob that's gathered in Jerusalem. And then Paul requested to make his defense before them. Why? I don't know. Make his defense before them he did that but the minute he mentioned the gentiles the crowd went crazy again and then fearing that they might they might tear him apart the soldiers took him away verse 30 actually says that the next day the commander ordered the leading priests into session with the jewish high council he wanted to find out what the trouble was all about so he released Paul to have him stand before, to stand before them, okay? So that's how we ended chapter 22. So today we we'll read chapter 23, 24, and if we can manage it, chapter 25. Paul will stand before the High Council. He would then stand before Felix and then before Festus, okay? Uh, of course, after that we know he then makes an appeal to so Caesar. He wants to stand before Caesar in Rome. All right, please get your Bibles. We're reading with the New Living Translation. Gazing intently at the high council, Paul began, Brothers, I have always lived before God with a clear conscience. Instantly, Ananias, the high priest, and this would have been bold of him. uh, He's not in charge yet. The commander is in charge. Instantly, the high priest commanded those close to Paul to slap him on the mouth. But Paul said to him, God will slap you, you corrupt hypocrites. Remember? (laughs) Ananias used to use Paul. (laughs) Ananias was was high priest before Caiaphas. Caiaphas was likely the high priest during the period when Paul, most likely, he was the high priest during the period when Paul, you know, was was killing all, all he was working on their behalf and then ananias took over from caiphas so paul said "May god god will slap you you corrupt hypocrite what kind of judge are you to break the law yourself by ordering me struck like that those standing near paul said to him do you dare to insult god's high priest if he breaks the law <laughs> i am not insulting him uh-huh. that is what god says he will do. <laughs> so, verse 5 says, I'm sorry brothers, I didn't realize it was the high priest, Paul was just jesting. He knew. Paul replied, for the scripture says you must not speak evil of any of your rulers. Again, you can see Paul's tact and strategy is showing that he has a good grasp and understanding of the word. 6. Paul realized that some members of the high council were Sadducees and some were Pharisees, so he shouted, brothers. I am a Pharisee, as were my ancestors, and I I am on trial because because my hope is in the resurrection of the dead. Many of them dead. Their hope is in the resurrection of the dead. (laughs) Seven, this divided the council. It divided the council. The Pharisees against the Sadducees, for the Sadducees say there is no resurrection or angels, or spirits. But the Pharisees believed in all of these things, so there was a great uproar. Some of the teachers of religious law who were Pharisees jumped up and began to argue forcefully. We see nothing wrong with him, they shouted. Perhaps a spirit or an angel spoke to him. As the conflict grew more violent, the commander was afraid they would tear Paul apart, so he ordered his soldiers to go and rescue him by force and take him back to the fortress okay so that was what happened before the council the eye council paul divided them he knew they were not going to listen to him he simply divided them played to different groups in the crowd and as soon as he was able to achieve that they began arguing with each other okay so uh the commander had to rescue paul by force and took him to the fortress and of course there will be a plot to kill him that night the lord appeared to paul and said be encouraged paul just as you have been a witness to me here in jerusalem you must preach the good news in rome as well okay so paul has been a witness because these words are the words of jesus christ yes they are in red in our, in your bible i'm sure and so these are attributed, they are the words of Jesus Christ. It was Jesus that spoke to Paul. And Jesus tells him, You have been a witness, witness for me here in Jerusalem. You must preach the good news. You must be a witness for me also in Rome as well. The next morning, the group of Jews got together and bound themselves with an oath not to eat or drink until they had killed Paul. Can you imagine? wickedness in the name of religion religious bigots there were more than 40 of them in the conspiracy they went to the leading priests and elders and told them we have bound ourselves with an oath to eat nothing until we have killed until we have killed paul so you and the high council should ask the commander to bring paul back to the council again pretend you want to examine his case more more fully we will kill him on the way <laughs> but paul's nephew his sister's son heard of their plan and went to the fortress and told paul paul called for him called for one of the roman so officers and said take this young man because he has faced he has faced several plots before <laughs> he knew that this would likely be coming take this young man to the commander he has something important to tell him so the commander did. The officer did explaining. Paul, the prisoner, called me and uh, called me over and asked me to bring this young man to you because he has something to tell you. The commander took his, took his hand and led him aside and asked, "What is it you want to tell me?" Paul's nephew told him, "Some Jews are going to ask you to bring Paul before the high council tomorrow, pretending they want to get more information, but don't do it." there are more than 40 men hiding along the way ready to ambush him ready to ambush him they have they have vowed not to eat or drink anything until they have killed him they are ready now just waiting for your consent (laughs) don't let anyone know you told me this the commander warned the young the young man the truth is If 40 of them are going to set upon maybe the soldiers that are bringing Paul to stand before the high council, there is no way some of the soldiers will not die. You agree, right? Yeah, because they will want to defend Paul's life. And those ones would have been violent. They would not be able to tell them, we are here for only Paul. It would be obvious to anyone who sent them. Okay? So they would have disguise themselves and come as if they were assassins and there was no way some soldiers would not die the commander was not going to have that so then the commander called two of his officers and ordered get 200 soldiers ready to leave for caesarea at nine o'clock tonight also take 200 spearmen and 70 mounted troops just in case there were any other plans that the young man did not know about Provide horses for Paul to ride and get him safely to the governor Felix. Then he wrote this letter to the governor from Claudius Lysias to His Excellency Governor Felix. Greetings. So this commander's name is Claudius Lysias. This man was seized by some Jews and they were about to kill him when I arrived with the troops. When I learned that he was a Roman citizen, I removed him to safety. He didn't mention that they beat him. I removed him to safety. Then I took him to their eye council to try to learn the basis of the accusation against him. I soon discovered the charge was something regarding their religious laws. Certainly nothing worthy of imprisonment of de- or death. But when I was informed of a plot to kill him, I immediately, immediately sent him on to you. I have told his accusers to bring their charges before you. He was not here to uh, have, but he was going to tell them that as soon as they come to Axin. So that night, as ordered, the soldiers took Paul as far as Antipatris. They returned to the fortress the next morning while the mounted troops took him on to Caesarea. When they arrived in Caesarea, they presented Paul and the letter to Governor Felix. He read it and then asked Paul what province it was from. Cilicia, Cilicia, um, Paul answered, I will hear your case myself when your accusers arrive, the governor told him. Then the governor ordered him kept in the prison at Herod's, at Herod's headquarters. All right, that is chapter 23. Okay, so Paul appears before Felix, five days later ananias the high priest arrived with some of the jewish elders and the lawyer tertullus this is the first time we we'll hear this man mentioned tertullus they have brought experts at argument they know who police <laughs> this guy knows the law <laughs> so we are going to have to find someone who can argue you as well as he can Maybe somebody that went to school with him, they all went to, they all were schooled under Gamaliel. Somebody who went to school and is as good as him. So they arrived with the Jewish leaders, that Ananias arrived, and the lawyer, Tertullus, to present their case against Paul to the governor. When Paul was called in, Tertullus presented the charges against Paul in the following address to the governor. You have provided, come and listen to, come and see how, eh? You must know how to present the gospel, eh? You must know how to present the gospel. You have provided a long period of peace for us Jews. With foresight, uh, with foresight, have enacted reforms for us. For all of this, Your Excellency, we are very grateful to you. Uh-huh. So, what did he just do? Uh-huh. He just greased his elbow first, his ego first. Uh-huh. Greased his ego and has. Is telling him that ah, peace is at stake. <laughs> he says for a long time. He says you have provided a long period of peace for us Jews, and with foresight, eh, have enacted reforms for us. So we are enjoying this peace. Don't do anything, guy okay, Felix. Don't do anything stupid, though. To you will now cause trouble here. So for all of this, Your Excellency, we are very grateful to you. But I don't want to bore you so please give me your attention for only a moment. We have found this man to be a troublemaker who is constantly stirring, stirring up riots among the Jews all over the world. He is a ringleader of the court known as the Nazarenes. Can you imagine? The Nazarenes are actually Levites. Okay. Usually they group them to stay with the Levites. Almost anyone from any tribe can become a Nazarene, but the minute they make their vow to, 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 to become a Nazarene, they are usually put among the Levites, okay, because uh, their vow is similar to the way those ones are supposed to live. But now they have classed the, the Nazarene as a cult. The Nazarene as a cult. Samson was a Nazarene, John the Baptist was a nazarene jesus himself was a nazarene nazarene are those who make a vow make a vow to god how they will live their lives okay so um to say that he was he was a nazarene and that this was your accusation is 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 baseless since furthermore he was trying to desecrate the temple when we arrested him you can find out the truth of your of our accusation by examining him yourself. Then the other Jews chimed in, declaring that everything Thessalus said was true. Eh? You know how cases go, right? Um, the first person that makes the accusation, when the person is making it, it sounds good. Everything he has said, he has twisted it just a little bit. Just a little bit to fit what he wants to say. So verse 10, the governor then motioned to, for Paul to speak. Paul said, I know, sir, and I'm telling you, you will see that Paul understands their strategy. So, what is he going to do? He will also grease the ego of Felix first. I know, sir, that you have been a judge of Jew, a judge of Jewish affairs for many years. So I gladly present my defense before you. I know that you are a fair judge. I gladly because I know that you don't obtain justice. You will you will declare what is truth. I gladly present my defense before you. You can quickly discover that I arrived in Jerusalem no more than 12 days ago to worship at the temple. Felix, Felix can easily discover this. Where has this man, when did he come to Jerusalem? He can just call Lysias. And Lysias will tell him, my investigation he arrived here 12 years ago so what do you mean that he has been causing trouble all over the world said i arrived in jerusalem no more than 12 days ago to worship at the temple my accusers never found me arguing with anyone in the temple nor stirring up a riot in any synagogue or on the streets of the city lysias can confirm this this man cannot prove the things they accuse me of doing but i admit that i followed the way when they say the way, they mean Christ. I follow the way, which they call a court. So listen, Jews still think that Jews who still believe, especially the most radical ones, who still think or believe that Christianity is a cult. They call it a court, which they call a court. I worship the God of our ancestors, and I firmly believe the Jewish law and everything written in the prophets. I have the same hope in God that these this men, this men have, that he will raise both the righteous and the unrighteous. This is in the Old Testament now. God said this. He said this both to Joel and said this to Daniel. And of course, those are part of the scriptures. That the believers already had during this time. Paul says, I have the same hope in God that these men have, that He will raise both the righteous and the unrighteous. Because of this, I always try to maintain a clear conscience before God and all people. After several years away, I returned to Jerusalem with money to aid my people and to offer sacrifices to God. My accuser saw me in the temple as I was completing a purification ceremony. You see why i did all of that aha it was easy for him to make a defense they saw me completing a, a, a purification ceremony you can't call that him trying to des- defile or desecrate the temple right <laughs> there was no crowd around me and no rioting but some jews from the province of isha were there jews who, <laughs> from the province of Asia were there they ought to be here to bring charges if they have anything against me ask these men here what crime the jewish High council found me guilty of Because he stood before the eye council, they didn't accuse him of anything, found me guilty of, except for the one time I shouted out, I am on trial before you today because I believe in the resurrection of the dead. Hmm. At that point, Felix, who was quite familiar with the way, in other words, he knew about Christians, adjourned the hearing and said, wait until Lysias, the garrison commander, arrives. Then I would decide the case. He ordered an officer to keep Paul in custody, but to give him some freedom and allow his friends to visit him and take care of his needs. This always almost happened to Paul. A few days later, Felix came back with his wife. Uh, Drus- that's Felix came back with his wife, Drusilla who was jewish sending for paul they listened as he told them about faith in christ jesus as he reasoned with them about righteousness and self-control and the coming day of judgment phyllis became frightened <laughs> for those who don't understand the rapture who don't understand when we talk about the rapture when you read about what the scriptures the old testament talks about the day of the lord the day of judgment. It is a day to be to be afraid of. <laughs> it is the day, a day the average Jew hears and quakes in their boots. Felix hears it, the Bible says here, and he is frightened. Go away for now, he replied. When it is more convenient, I will call for you again. He also hoped that Paul would bribe him. So he sent for him quite often and talked with him. Paul would have been preaching to him. <laughs> After two years went by... In this way, uh, Felix was succeeded by Potius Festus, and became uh, and because Felix wanted to gain favor with the Jewish people, he left Paul. He left Paul in prison. All right, so let's continue on to chapter twenty-five. He left Paul in prison, and that would have been very wicked. Um, so. Paul then appears before Festus. Three days after Festus arrived in Caesarea to take over his new responsibility, he left for Jerusalem. Hmm? He left for Jerusalem. That's Festus. Where the leading priest and the other Jewish leaders met with him and made the accusation against Paul. This guy just arrived though. You're already making accusation. Paul has been in prison for two years. Okay, so this is the first time Paul will be in prison. He will be released... And then we'll be, he will be bound again in prison again. Okay, so um, they made the accusation against Paul. They asked Festus as a favor to transfer Paul to Jerusalem, planning to ambush and kill him on the way. But Festus replied that Paul was at Caesarea, and he himself would be returning there soon. So he said, those of you in authority can return with me. If Paul has done anything wrong, you can make your accusation. Why is... Um, Festus speaking this way, Paul is a Roman citizen. He can't hand a Roman citizen over to them. <laughs> Just in case that Roman citizen is con- is connected with somebody above. Aha. About eight or 10 days later, Festus returned to Caesarea and on the following day, he took his seat in court and ordered that Paul be brought in. When Paul arrived, the Jewish leaders from Jerusalem gathered around and made many serious accusations they couldn't prove. Paul denied the charges. I am not guilty of any crime against the Jewish law or the temple or the Roman government, he said. Then Festus, wanting to please the Jews, asked him, Are you willing to go to Jerusalem and stand trial before me there? But well, Paul replied, No. This is the official Roman court. So I ought to be tried right here. Why? He's a Roman citizen. I ought to be tried right here. You know very well I am not guilty of arming the Jews. If I have done something worthy of death, I don't refuse to die. But if I am innocent, if I am innocent, no one has a right to turn me over to these men to kill me. I appeal to Caesar. Every Roman citizen citizen had this right. Once they appeal to Caesar, you have to release them to go and stand before the court of Caesar. I appeal to Caesar. And Paul will eventually stand before Caesar. Festus conferred with his advisors and then replied, "Very well, you have appealed to Caesar. And to Caesar you will go." A few days later, King Agrippa arrived with his sister Bernice to pay their respect to Festus. During their stay of several days, Festus discussed Paul's case. Discussed Paul's case with the king. There is a prisoner here, he told him, whose case was left for me by Felix. When I was in Jerusalem the leading priests and Jewish elders pressed charges against him and asked me to condemn him. I pointed out to them that Romans don't Roman that Roman law does not convict people without a trial. They must be given an opportunity to confront their accusers and defend themselves. When his accusers came here for the trial, I didn't I didn't delay. I I called the case the very next day. And ordered Paul brought in, but the accusers made but the accusation made against him weren't any of the crimes I expected. Instead, it was something about their religion and a dead man called named Jesus, who Paul insists is alive. I was at loss to know how to investigate these things. So I asked him whether he would be willing to stand trial on these charges in Jerusalem. But Paul appealed to have his case decided by the emperor. So I ordered that he be held in custody until I could arrange to send him to Caesar. I'd like to hear the man myself, Agrippa said. And Festus replied, you will tomorrow. So Paul stands before Agrippa too. Hmm? So the next day, Agrippa and Bernice arrived at the auditorium with great pomp, accompanied by military officers and prominent men of the city. Festus ordered that Paul be brought in. Then Festus said, King Agrippa and all who are here, this is the man whose death is demanded by all the Jews, both here and in Jerusalem. But in my opinion, he has done nothing deserving death. So you know that. Festus, you know that. However, since he appealed his case to the emperor, I have decided to send him to Rome. But what shall I write the emperor? For there is no clear charge against him. So you know there is no clear charge against him. So I have brought him before all of you. I have brought him before all of you and especially you, King Agrippa, so that after we examine him, I might have something to write. For it makes no sense to send a prisoner to the emperor without specifying the charges against him. Alright, so that completes chapter 25 we made three chapters today amazing you see can be interesting to read the bible right yes very interesting so what do i take from our reading today you have to respect paul (laughs) before the eye council and then of course he had had to stand before Lysias himself the commander but before the eye council and then before felix and then before festus And tomorrow he will stand before King Agrippa. Paul makes an expert defense of the faith. And the challenge to us this morning would be, if you had to defend the faith, and I said that yesterday in the write-up, if you had to speak to different people, you had to speak to an atheist, you had to speak to a Muslim, or you had to speak to to a non-believer someone who does not even believe there is god at all or okay believe that there is god but does not believe what you are talking about uh, saying about him in his world can you show them who god is from the bible can you preach to a scientist for example can you preach to a scientist that says there is no god can you preach to a, a physicist that says, no, this everything you are just saying is all jargons. Can you preach the word of God from practically anywhere, from the story of creation, be able to show to a scientist, be able to show to, to a biologist, you know, from how from babies form in the womb of a child, how powerful God is. Can you show to anyone that this God truly exists? Hallelujah. This morning, that challenge is what I give to us. Please go away this morning and ask yourself, can I present the gospel? Can I truly present the gospel? Father, we say thank you this morning. Lord, we ask for your help once again. Help us to be able to defend our faith. Help us to be able to present the gospel to others. And let your name be glorified in our lives. We give you all the praise. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. All right. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you. Enjoy your day.